Before we get into today's Reddit stories, I first of all need to tell you about one of my other favorite Reddit podcasts out there, The OKOP Show. If you guys are looking for even more daily Reddit content, then The OKOP Show with John and Sam is perfect for you. Just search for the letters OKOP wherever you get your pods. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. An entitled parent's son committed SA and the entitled parent blew up my life when I didn't agree with him I have to start a bit further back than I would like but context is important So as to understand the size of metaphorical bullets I've managed to dodge while this tale does contain some small references to military activities I've avoided all official lingo as it's just easier for most to understand in layman's terms I know the proper terminology, but it's not really relevant the star of our show the entitled parent incarnate is former military So maybe it's also a bit petty since it will irritate him if he ever reads this now the will of the fates has always worked out for me in the end of harrowing situations throughout my entire life however it's not been without some mistakes that have taken years to crawl out from under this mistake being one of them what follows here is an intricate powder keg of entitled parent foolery that was months in the making without me even realizing it and it ignited too late for me to avoid a massive blowback the entitled parent in this flashback of horror is my now ex-fiance who i'll refer to as henry after henry jekyll Henry informed me after a few weeks of dating him that he had a son that was conceived with his ex-wife His marriage has supposedly ended on an explosive bad note after a decade of verbal and physical abuse I saw a fixer-upper of a man and we could easily relate to each other as my previous marriage was emotional abuse and a costly escape Solidarity is a powerful bonding agent even in the best of circumstances and unbeknownst to me I was about to descend into the worst I dated Henry for two years, during which he moved into my apartment after only three months as we were head over heels for each other and it was a good move at the time. We spent the entirety of quarantine together. We adopted two adorable kittens. I personally financed a new car for him after his old car died and I gave that man my entire life on a silver platter. Henry had described his son, who I'll refer to as Hyde, as the only light in his life during his marriage and I took him for his word. Henry's ex-wife will be referred to as Helia since Helian is usually reserved for children and hella is too nice of a namesake helia had sole custody of hyde and henry acted the part of loving father who was unjustly wronged in the past i stupidly believed him and didn't mind that henry had never actually divorced helia after all my own prior divorce put me in such a financial hole i was understanding that it wasn't the easiest process to endure helia agreed to grant henry some visitation privilege so she could enjoy weekends without hyde and this way henry could rebond with his son supposedly a win-win for all of them I was supportive and happily offered to make Hyde as comfortable as possible should he spend weekends over. When Hyde came over to visit, I immediately noticed that he was a very needy 10-year-old boy of the nth degree. This child had textbook abuse behavioral signs. I would know my entire childhood was filled with trauma and I've been in therapy for over a decade. Yay. I empathized with Hyde and I understood where some of his attention-seeking behavior stemmed from, but didn't enjoy time with him much as it left me drained and lifeless afterwards. 
Henry assured me that Hyde was a good kid with a good head on his shoulders, but I quickly realized that even if this was the case, which it sometimes appeared to be, Henry did not want to be a parent. Henry loved being a dad, especially a weekend's only dad, but not a parent. Henry wanted someone who was happy with him all the time, who didn't see him as the flawed human he is, and Hyde was perfect for this fallacy. Hyde got everything his heart desired when Henry acquired permission to have Hyde sleep over at my apartment. During these visits, I did my absolute best to cater to Hyde's conversations, bragging, and appetite, but it strained me a bit, being in a one-bedroom apartment with essentially two children to babysit. Henry was irresponsible at best, self-destructive at worst, and I would frequently have to cater to two bottomless pits of needs when his son would engage. Hyde was a sore loser in every game I entertained him with, and would always assume he knew more than me about everything. Henry's words were gospel and mine were newspaper trash in comparison. I learned that this is due to Hyde having zero respect for women much too late to be of any help to this kid. Having to share such a small space with these children motivated me to begin a house purchasing search. After months of effort proved fruitless, Henry suggested I look into military service as the VA home loan can be quite decent. Henry's credit was too poor to get a loan for tomatoes, let alone a house, so the task fell to me. I was dumb and in love, so I figured it was worth looking into. I'm a stubborn stick in the mud on a bad day, and on a good day, I will find ways to accomplish Herculean tasks in any way possible. So this was a goal I agreed with. After a lot of trials and error, I wound up enlisting in the US Navy Reserves so I could get my butt back home ASAP and get us that house we wanted. I've done much worse for less, so bring it on boot camp. I'm gonna get us a house. Henry accepted a very lucrative job promotion out of state that was due to start the day that I would ship out for training. We lamented the poor timing, but resolved to make the most of it and start a new chapter in our lives. Henry was tasked with uprooting our living space to be closer to his new job and the fuses to our powder kegs started to twine together Initially henry had moved into my apartment with not much other than the clothes on his back and a handful of weed Every item in our shared living space was purchased by yours truly and henry had assimilated into my apartment Without so much as having to buy a spare coffee mug Henry had never had to move before and was a bit intimidated by the task appointed to him I had one month of time before I was due to fly away for basic training after which I was supposed to be gone for eight months total of provided military training basic was to be two of those months I believe in my beloved tiny apartment behind to unknown fates and returning to a home I'd never set foot in to support henry and hide I've been through more stressful situations before So I resolved to help henry in the weeks before I left while maintaining my full-time job Providing notice to my employer that I was moving out of state working out daily to maintain fitness for basic and setting sights on the future I packed up what belongings I could when I was off work during the week Entertained henry and hide on weekends and resolved that the storm of stress would subside soon This was only temporary Henry proposed to me at home over dinner with a promise that when I returned he'd have started the divorce process After all he supposedly had eight months that i'd be gone and we could begin our future together There wasn't a ring but a cute necklace from stardew valley that meant the same to me I trusted henry with my life happily granting him durable power of attorney so that he could vacate my apartment for me and handle anything I might need while cut off from the world for training. I knew that I would temporarily forfeit my phone and bills still have to be paid, so sharing my online banking info was an easy decision. I'd unwittingly added another barrel to the powder keg pile. The day comes to leave for training. Henry is scheduled for his first shift at his new job out of states. It's only one state away, but a decent drive. So he wishes me luck, has our cats packed up in his car, and drives off into the sunrise while 
while I'm sitting at my military recruitment office with a backpack and anxiety. I'm to fly the furthest I've ever flown from home, but at least I get to come back relatively quickly, being just a reservist after all. I get to training, make the final required phone call to Henry, letting him know I made it, power off my phone for confiscation, and endure the start of boot camp underprepared and overwhelmed. After a few weeks and a happy mandatory phone call later, Henry wrote me a few letters via an app that sends mail to recruits in training. I know now that if I hadn't have informed him of this convenience, he would have never bothered to put effort into writing to me at all. Henry sent some photos of our cats, pictures of Hyde at the state fair, and filled me in on a few things that were happening while I was gone. While in training, I was hastily reassigned to a job that would only require one month of training after graduation, compared to the original plan of six months. Reasons for this development are personally confidential, but it wasn't something I could argue. Initially cripplingly disappointed at my job changing, I was somewhat happy to be returning home in time for Christmas. A very kind base staff member permitted me to call Henry to inform him of this bittersweet news as I was a teary-eyed emotional wreck at this point in time. Henry was audibly ecstatic to hear that I'd be home the very first week of December and he'd found an apartment near his new job for us. Henry was supposed to come to my basic training graduation. He was informed of the date via a letter sent out the very first week I was in training but failed to plan something two months in advance. I was disheartened that nobody would be there to congratulate me for this small milestone but it was okay. I had a new home waiting for me and that was motivation enough. I asked to borrow a phone from a fellow graduate's mum after the event and she obliged so I could inform Henry to expect open communication in a few short days when I would be sent off to my training school. I enjoyed my first weekend off base and felt like life was finally going to calm down. Unbeknownst to me, Henry Hyde and Helia were fumbling with a box of matches next to our powder kegs. Henry and I texted back and forth every day when I got to my training school. Phone calls were exchanged, plans made for the future, concert tickets purchased for the following year, etc. However, all was not well in communicating. Henry informed me that Hyde had SA'd a fellow schoolmate. This was our countdown to the apocalypse and I didn't realize it. Hyde had hit, groped, and screamed at a poor female student at his school. Remember, Hyde is 10 years old to suck his balls after smacking her butt and trying to grab her chest. Hyde did this in passing period with other students present after rubbing his hands together like a cartoon supervillain. Henry informed me of these details as he witnessed the school security camera footage. Henry sounded like a slightly disappointed dad, but there wasn't genuine anger at his son for the severity of behavior displayed. Henry had successfully persuaded school administration to not suspend his son, and the assaulted girl's parents put their daughter into therapy as Hyde received no punishment other than some yard work at Henry's parents' house. Henry somehow convinced the poor girl's parents not to press charges against Hyde. I was livid. How could Henry's son ever think that this behavior was okay? As a survivor of SA myself, I couldn't fathom a child willingly doing that to another peer without having a few screws loose. I informed Henry that I hoped the other parents were going to press charges, since High's response when asked why he did it was that he thought it would be funny. Henry was audibly upset and ranted that it wouldn't do his son any good to be labeled an offender, and these kinds of stupid consequences wouldn't help him since he's just a child. Henry informed me that Helia agreed with him and that he couldn't believe that I sided with the poor schoolgirl's parents in wanting to mindlessly persecute his innocent son, Hyde. I was flabbergasted that Henry's behavior had flipped so strongly into defending Hyde even after the security camera footage. Hyde maliciously assaulted a female classmate, needlessly traumatized her, and was getting yard work as a consequence. I resolved that I wasn't Hyde's mother, but when I returned home, I'd see where the situation had developed. I called Henry on my first Saturday in Mississippi, and he didn't pick up the phone. He'd never missed the call before, but I figured life happens and he'll text back eventually. He does reply a few 
few hours later and communication is back to normal. Frequent calls and texts are abound all throughout the next few days until Tuesday. Tuesday, October 26th, 2021. Henry texts me that he needs to talk to me. I call him at the time he has told me to call him and he's at work. He asked me to call him at work on purpose. He tells me that he slept with Helia and has rekindled his relationship with her. Powder keg ignition. He slept with Helia on Saturday and I'd called him in the middle of it. That's why he didn't respond. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. It took him three whole days to gather what little manhood he had to even let me know what he did. Henry states that his marriage never got closure, so he's going to pursue Helia again. He's keeping our cats because Hyde loves them, but I can have my belongings back when I return home since they're in a storage locker anyway. This chain of events culminated in one fact to burn down our house of cards. I believed Hyde deserved consequences for SA and Henry deemed me unfit to parent his son. So he ran to someone he knew would support his belief Hellier. I now had no home to go to. Henry had packed up and vacated my apartment. My belongings were stuffed in a storage unit out of state. My car was at Henry's parents' house. My bank account had one small military paycheck in it and no savings as I gave Henry access to my entire nest egg. I look into my finances with a wary heart and I have nothing left. Not even my old retirement fund, which I ended up having to pay extra taxes on. F you, Henry. I was broke, homeless, jobless, and even though I was in the military, I refused to go active duty because I didn't have anything left in me to give at the time. I was such an anxious wreck in the weeks following, I lost 15 pounds in a month. Word spread that I was cheated on and dumped by my long-term fiance. Unfortunately, that's common in the military. So aside from occasional friendly offers for drinks, nobody dared interact for fear of the F-off attitude that I was happy to share. I was going to fix this without Henry and without Uncle Sam forcing me to live somewhere away from my now increasingly vital friend support circle back home. Reserves I would stay, but I had work to do. I was stuck in Mississippi, over 2,000 miles away from home, and I had to focus on graduating this training school. In between class, I'm updating my resume and applying for jobs in my home state, calling in all favors from friends for when I come back so I can be picked up from the airport and have a temporary place to stay, and mourning never seeing my two cats again. The mother of one of my childhood best friends saw me posting on social media and quietly sent me some funds via PayPal, even though I hadn't spoken to her in years. I cried immediately when I saw her deposit. Everyone I knew emerged from the woodwork to help, even when I was nowhere near them. I wouldn't have made it through without everyone, and I dodged the bullets that were Henry and Hyde. I did it. I freaking made it. I graduated, made it home, and I found my feet. Almost one year later, I have a decent, albeit overpriced, but what isn't in this economy, apartment. A nice roommate, an adorable cat who is now friends with my roommate's kitten, and a great job that I adore and pays well. I drill at a nearby Navy base once a month, and my unit is a bunch of lovely dads who've adopted me into their fold with promises of tracking Henry's address for consequences if 
if I ever requested it. Henry doesn't deserve even that much effort though, so I'll let sleeping dogs lie, knowing that Hyde will continue to be a horrible child. Amidst my belongings, some of Henry's own paperwork got mixed in, and inside those files, I found horror that cemented my resolve that I'm better off without Henry and Hyde. Court documents, an arrest statement, school records, you name it, there was a negative form of it. Henry had assaulted Hyde a few years prior in a drunk rage, and Hyde had a multitude of prior behavioral issues unknown to me at the time of hosting this demon under my roof. Hyde had been expelled from one school, suspended at another, and had documented incidents at his current elementary. Hyde had sharpened pop school sticks and threatened to stab students, cursed at and spit on teachers, assaulted classmates, and instigated fights. Henry's son was a nightmare of a bully, but Henry was so blinded by wanting to be a friend instead of a parent that Hyde never faced a single dire consequence. The only part of my life that's still broken is my credit. It turns out being homeless is expensive, and some items I can't get back from Henry. Henry's mum is continually disappointed in her son, and she helped me get most of my belongings back. And even some of my houseplants survived since Henry's kind sister took it upon herself to see some make it through for me. Henry's sister and mother have been lovely to me and they never stop apologizing for Henry's behavior, even though it's not their fault. And there we go. What an incredible story and what an incredible person OP is. That was an absolute whirlwind. And to be fair, throughout parts of that story, I was thinking, surely you're going to give up at some point. But no, you kept persevering even through that terrible period of your life with these two awful people that, you know, you happen to be family with at this stage. What can you even do at this point? Like, oh, horrible situation fair play for coming through it. It's actually so embarrassing from Henry's perspective. Like, what a terrible, terrible excuse of a man. You're letting your son get away with S.A. bullying, threatening people to stab them. Like, what is going on? How is this kid ever going to learn what's right and wrong when you're literally just facilitating all of his behavior with the tiniest punishment? It's not even a punishment. What, a bit of yard work for S.A. in school at the age of 10. You just know that this kid is going to grow up and go to prison. That's the only way this is ever going to end. Surely. He's not learning anything. His life is set for behind bars. To be honest, it's just a shame that you got caught up in all of this and you happen to fall in love with this horrific man. You just know that the real punishment is going to come for Henry when Hyde grows up and gets to 18 and does something that's truly, truly terrible. I mean, I'm not excusing SA in school or making light of that, but you know, this kid is going to do something seriously bad and end up in prison probably for the rest of his life. And at that point only will Henry probably realize, oh, I've not been the best parent here. Maybe I should have done something a little bit sooner, like OP said. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.